Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 844, 16 before 7, we go to Senator Bill Cassidy, who joins us from Washington. Senator, where are you? From Baton Rouge, Baton Louisiana, Rouge. my brother. <laughs> Might be colder in Baton Rouge than it is in Washington today. I think it is, but I'm not complaining. I'd rather be here. Doctor, but I will be going back up tonight. I'll be flying out of New Orleans tonight. Dr. Mr. Senator Bill Cassidy, so tell me about um, what's going on with the special session, open primaries and so forth, because I know you are not a big fan of that. No, I'm not. By God. I'm well, a closed so. primaries, actually. I should clean that up. You, you are a fan of... The, the open jungle primary, if you want to call it that, not the closed primaries, correct? Yep, absolutely. Explain you know, that, Senator, if you will. Yeah, so closed primary means that voters, Democrats are voting the Democrat, and Republicans are voting the Republican. If you're one of that one-third, roughly 800,000 voters in Louisiana are registered independent, then you can't vote at all. And if you're a Democrat who registered when you're 18 years old, but now you're 65 and the party's changed and you've got a different candidate, that you'd like to vote for, you can't vote for them if it's in the other person's primary. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost about $90 million that's not paid for. It's going to come from something else to institute this system. Now, money that, if you look at polling, only 3% of people in Louisiana would rather spend that money on elections as opposed to infrastructure, levies, fighting crime, improving education. Uh, so so there's, cause there's no revenue associated with this. It takes it from other places that you would spend the money. And then lastly, I'm just speaking as a Republican. When Edwin Edwards put in the open primary system, Republicans had Bob Livingston's seat, the seat that Steve Scalise has. Mm-hmm. But Democrats had every statewide and both houses of the legislature and every other congressional seat except Livingston's. Now Republicans have every congressional seat except Troy Carter's. They've got supermajority in both chambers, and they've got every statewide. So if you're a Republican, you're thinking, wait a second, we've done pretty well into the system. But by the way, it costs $90 million that we're going to you know, set up that we're not going to spend on something else. Um, so what's and, the and end gonna... game here, Senator? What's the political goal here, and, and what is the governor trying to accomplish? You know, you have to ask the governor about that. Uh, I'm guessing you have those... some theories, though. Well, I've learned not to speak of other people's motivations. Oh, let me, um, let me phrase the question differently, Senator. What would the, the end result of a closed primary system be? Or what are some of the results of closed primaries uh, systems where they have them in other states? Let me phrase it that way. Well, only Republicans vote in, a, and only vote in their primary and only Democrats vote in theirs. 
And so, but in terms of candidate selection or maybe PACs or big money outsiders determining who actually gets on the ballot, yes, no, what? Yeah, so if you look at um, the squad, uh, the the left wing Democrats uh, that are they uh, they come out of closed primary systems. Mm-hmm. Um, those congressional those members of Congress who are known to be pretty radical left, uh, and they all come out of closed primary systems where a very small minority of people vote for them in that closed primary. But then they go into a Democratic-leaning district. If you're talking about um, a, a, a Cortez Masto, the, the woman from New York, I think she got 15 percent of the vote when she ran. But because it's so heavily Democratic, all the independents have voted for her. And so now we've got her in Congress as opposed to a guy who was left of center but a pretty reasonable guy. Um, and she's the one who hates Israel and all these other things. And similarly for Tlaib. And so we can go down through those candidates on the far left who we've seen kind of, you know, folks wonder, how did they get there? Mm-hmm. Well, they got there because of a closed primary system. Um, so, and by the way, closed primary started back in like 1940 when 95% of people were either a Republican or a Democrat. Now over one third are neither. And so if you're going to design a system today, you would not design it to where it was closed because you would disenfranchise one-third of the people, uh, which obviously you don't want to do. So for a guy like me, who is an independent, who's registered independent, I would have no voice in a primary at all, and then I would be— Forced to choose between either A or B or R or D, actually, would be the more appropriate way to put it, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. You you will not have limited input into who's going to be in the general and therefore no input into who's going to be in the general. And so, therefore, much limited input as to who's going to be the ultimate representative. I also want to point out one, one ironic thing. There's been a lot of Republican kind of talk about how African-Americans and Hispanics and others who have been traditional Democratic voters are voting for, say, President Trump and other Republicans. And it's kind of ironic because under this system, yeah, you may want to vote for our guy, but we're not going to let you in the country club. You can't vote for us, even though we're excited that you would want to. Um, Now, that's assuming that they're either independent or registered Democrats, but many of them are. So just when Republicans are attracting a broader base of voters, uh, boom, the door shuts and you're not allowed in. Speaking of allowed in, let me talk to you about the border because um, mm. it, it is a concern of yours. I know you you tweet every day there's still a crisis at the border. Um, it seems to be getting worse. I don't know that the Biden administration— I don't know what their end game is here. I, I don't know. Uh, I've talking. I've spoken to political scientists who say it's not really to get people to vote. They they think it's humanitarian. Or, or, you know, my daddy used to say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. What? How do you see this playing out at the border in short term and long term? Because there is one hell of a problem down there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a huge problem. 10,000 people coming across the border every day. Uh, the administration really doesn't want to do anything about it. Uh, there's negotiations, and, and this administration has almost every tool that the Trump administration had, but people are just being waved through. Now, I say almost every tool. There's one thing that the previous administration had, which was called Title 42, mm-hmm. um, which meant that if somebody came across the border and they did not have an appointment to seek asylum, you could put them immediately back across. You didn't have to process them. You just picked them up and you put them back across. So right now there's a senator from Oklahoma negotiating with the, Repo- with the Democrats trying to give them Title 42-like authority, just put them right back across the border, and if they don't employ it, there will be some penalty for the administration. Um, and so these are tough negotiations. The administration is looking for a loophole, uh, but, but if we can get this in place, then they'll have every tool – and they'll have a penalty if they don't use those tools, and it's a way to begin to decrease the flow at the border. How concerned are you, how concerned are your fellow senators, Democrats included, about the nation's security? And we don't really know who's coming in at all or where they're coming from. Yeah, last time I checked, there have been at least 180 people on the terrorist watch list who have been picked up coming across the border. Now, those are the people that you know that you pick up, you know, there's others that are slipping through and they're not just coming from Latin America. They're coming from across the world. And so we've got to control the border. Uh, Again, there's tough negotiations and you'll hear all kinds of criticism of people who would prefer that we continue to get 10,000 people crossing a day, as opposed to those who would say, as opposed to, no, we're going to cut it from 10,000 to 5,000. And then from 5,000, we're going to go to three and from three, we're going to go to zero or close to zero. Uh, and so it's going to be a process, but we're in the middle of that, and uh, and I think we're going to make headway. It, it seems like it's a Trojan horse without the horse. Well, um, it's 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 inundating, um, and everybody's coached. The people coming across are coached what to say in order to seek asylum. But if you are seeking asylum in the U.S., why did you not seek asylum in Mexico? Why didn't you stay in Mexico? Or if you came from Colombia, why? Uh, if you came from, um, I don't know, Nigeria, what countries did you pass through to get to the U.S., and why didn't you seek asylum in those countries? If you're really in danger, you should have gone to, you should have sought asylum in those other countries, not in the U.S. And so there's ways we have to address this that, that you know, can address the need for asylum, but do it in a controlled fashion. i got to be careful how I say this. I have nothing against people that speak Spanish. I have nothing against people from other countries. I have nothing against people that come to this country legally. But it does th- seem as though the demographics of South Louisiana are changing. And as long as that's being done legally, I don't care about it. But I know that Man, just anecdotally, when I go to some big box stores and so forth, 
I, it seems like sometimes I'm in Latin America and I'm the only person there that speaks English. I know that that I, I don't want to offend anybody, and I'm trying not to, Senator. I just wonder about can we track this demographically, or do do we know who's here legally and who's not, or did I just answer my own question? Well, we first, uh, Louisiana, New Orleans used to be have the highest concentration of Hondurans uh, than any other uh, city outside of Honduras. And so, and we used to, and right after uh, Castro took place, lots of Cubans moved to New Orleans. So we've had a steady kind of rich history of Hispanics in New Orleans and South Louisiana. My gosh, we have a new Iberia parish. And so long as they're uh, legal, I got no problem with that at all. Yep, absolutely. Um, but in terms of the people coming now uh, across the country, uh, you can just look at the numbers coming across. When 300,000 people are coming in one month across the border under this administration, then obviously there's going to be a lot of people here who are not legal, uh, period, end of story. So, uh, and the longer they're here, um, the more likely they have children who are legal, uh, which is a good thing. But but at some point, you got to control the border, and the Biden administration does not want to control the border. We only have a second left here. How optimistic are you that anything changes anytime soon at the border? Because I don't see it. Well, so if the Republicans are successful in these negotiations, we set the stage. And if we have a new president in two years, everything is in place for the new president to have all the tools needed for she or he in order to actually enforce the border. But in the meantime, under what's being negotiated, we can make a dent in it, and then we build upon that dent to make it a, a, to make it a true kind of a, a wall, if you will, to keep people from coming in. Have you chosen a Republican candidate yet that I you would not. back? I have not. Okay. But I'm going to vote Republican, but I have not chosen. Thank you, Senator Dr. Bill, Mr. Bill Cassidy. Have a safe trip back to Washington. Thanks, Tommy. You bet. Bill Cassidy, we are 8.56 now, taking a break, coming back, WWL. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.